everybody. Welcome back to our wonderful coaching session here with Elizabeth. Woohoo! And it is the end of November, which means it is the end of NaNoWriMo. Well, you still got a few more hours depending on what time zone you're in. But uh, let's start off with how are you doing with your NaNo? Uh, well, my word count is 52977. Nice. Yay. So I think, I think I did it. Um, it certainly isn't something I would show to anybody, but, um, it, it, it was, I'm definitely proud, um, of being able to complete it, um, being as it's my first real long form work, um, I did. I think I did really well. So that is awesome. You should. Really I got. Um, give yourself a like a high five for it because doing that amount of work is very difficult. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely congratulations. <laughs> well, I definitely got into the zone at times and ended up ignoring people and staying up way too late and. Um, you know, once I got into the groove, though, it was just, you know, how fast can my fingers take me? And, you know, some nights I'd type out, um, you know, there's one day where I typed out 10,000 words in a day. And then there was another day where, you know, 2000. And then I think what was, uh, I was giving him some daily totals as I was going by, but they were like, you know, five and 6,000. So <laughs> you just kind of get into the groove and it, yeah. Anybody can do it, really. Um, it's, I mean, it may not look very good, but uh, anybody can do it. Okay. So that will bring me to my yeah, next Yeah, I always one. tell people if they're going to attempt nano that they need to embrace the suck. Mm -hmm. Embrace the suck. Yes, definitely embrace the suck. It will, it'll suck, but hey, that's what editors are for, right, VE? That's what we do. <laughs> So um, I guess my next question nope. would be, <laughs> what do you think of the story in the term of, is it almost complete? Are you not near completion? Where do you see your story still going? My story is all over the place. Um, I had some some things happen that, you know, I needed to take some aggressions out. So I ended up with an offshoot of an offshoot of an offshoot with the story. So it went in a whole bunch of different directions. So I have like the main story that's about 10,000 words long. <laughs> and then the offshoots are various lengths after that. And um, I'm definitely having a lot of fun developing the characters where like a bunch of the offshoots probably aren't going to end up in the main story, but they're fun to write. Um, getting to know the characters uh, and just being able to vent um, has been very rewarding there, but definitely nowhere near completion. Um, the story has definitely taken much better shape. <laughs> I know where I'm going with it. So, you know, that's been one of my big hurdles is, you know, I've always had little scenes of, Hey, this is, you know, one day this thing happened but it really had no rhyme or reason to it. And then I couldn't connect them all. Mm. Um, and now I kind of have a way of putting them sort of in order in a order, not maybe a good order, but a, an order <laughs> to make something that's a bigger whole. Mm -hmm. 
Now, are you still pantsing this, or are you still plotting? Where where are you falling in this zone? Yes, ma'am, I'm absolutely pantsing, yes. 100%. Um, <laughs> you know, it, you know, I, it, it's the, what I have written looks like a really huge outline is basically what happened. Um, you know, I took your suggestion and I did a lot of, not even really parentheses. Um, I ended up bringing up basically a whole new document and that is my parentheses <laughs> in some of these, some of these occasions. Um, so, you know, it got to a point, well, you know, what if, and then I just decided that would actually just be fun to write. So I did it anyway, even if it's not relevant. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's okay. Now you're, you've, <laughs> you've done a lot of the side tracks and off and you're doing a lot of the pantsing. Mm -hmm. How has, do you think Nano helped you with writing? Oh, it definitely made me more confident about actually doing it. Um, you know, a lot of times it would be, you know, up in my head and there would be excuses not to write or whatever. Um, but it's nice to have something concrete um, that I've done to show me that I can actually do it and that it is possible to have something that's significant rather than, you know, the most that I had ever written before Nano was, I think it was a six page short story in college that, <laughs> was 20 times worse than what this is so <laughs> um it was definitely a challenge um I love challenges and uh just trying to beat it or win and I'm I'm happy that I was able to do that awesome so from this because this is coaching and you've still got you know a book to finish mm -hmm. what habits do you think you're going to try to continue and what ones would you like to change? You know, I'm definitely, if I get the itch um, to write, I'm absolutely going to do it now. I mean, I've got the resources to do it. Um, um, I had a friend that was very, very kind enough to, to give me with some uh, software. <laughs> and uh, I started with campfire. Um, the modules in campfire are absolutely overwhelming because they're so open but um i have loved playing around with those um and helping me um kind of situate my characters uh, and keep things linear um so what i'd like to do is i, I definitely want to continue using something like campfire or, or and somewhat of a what is a quick guide or like a quick reference guide for um, my characters in the futures if I don't have access to campfire for whatever reason uh, that's bible. definitely in yeah story bible that's see I'm not a writer <laughs> he is <laughs> but yeah a, a good story bible um, I think it's definitely something that I'm going to continue um, and and just you know it didn't doesn't necessarily matter if it's beautiful language or even um, you know, something that's all that descriptive, as long as I've got, you know, kind of a skeleton of this is what happened, and then this happened, and this happened, I can at least get through the story and have something that's um, not presentable, but something that I can work with in the future. Yeah, and you definitely want to make sure that even if it's not pretty, it's something you understand. Yeah. 
So it doesn't matter if this is something you're going to show to someone or somebody's going to pick it up and read it. It matters that you understand it. So if you open it up and it goes like he had the heebie-jeebies, you have to understand what that means. Right. <laughs> so make sure that whatever cheat code you're using, you definitely, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is that is my suggestion. And once again, too, if you change something, put that change into your story Bible. So mm-hmm. like from here on out, this is what it will be. So you will know what it's supposed to be and you can go back and fix that later on. You start going backwards and you're going to start getting into the, oh, but I could fix this. Ooh, and I can add this. And oh, wait, what about this? And you'll never finish because you keep going back. I made that mistake um, because, hey, you're pantsing and you will pants yourself into corners. Mm -hmm. That's fine to go back for, to be like, wait a moment, this isn't working. Here's where it stopped working. But if you're like, nothing's working, I'm going to go edit the beginning of the book. Yeah, you're writing a whole brand new book by the time you get to that section again. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. V, any other uh, advice when it comes to pantsing a novel? <laughs> Not really. I did have a question, though. Mm-hmm. Now that you've done this for a month and and you've done it pretty intensively, if you manage to get 50,000 words in a month, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nano is a challenge. Um, what did you learn about your writing process or about yourself that you're going to take forward as a negative? I'm, I'm, I did this. I'm not going to do it again. Uh, definitely not create seven different documents. <laughs> um, it got to the point where, like, especially my main story had become so long and the offshoot was just supposed to be sort of a one-off thing. Um, but it became multiple things. So I had kind of documents loading everywhere and V was asking me, Hey, what's your word count? I'm like, I have no freaking idea. (laughs) It's 10,000 here, 2000 here. And I think another five, six or thousand here. So eh? it's a simple order of math, but I don't know. So, um, you know, definitely being more organized and keeping track. That's, that's, something it, it, it not 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 having a huge mess <laughs> it's not something that i'm going to continue to do going forward um you know there wasn't a whole lot um about it that maybe i didn't learn from it but <laughs> i don't think of, um i would do going forward aside from the organization of things um most of it, I just kind of let go freely. Um, you know, I definitely wish that I had a better outline to start from. Aha! <laughs> Not writing it up a week before Nano was probably a good plan. <laughs> so a quick question. When you say you have seven documents up, what are you writing in? Uh, Google Docs. Okay. So, so I do this as well. Um, I write in Google Docs, but if you're going to want to keep it all in one spot, Mm -hmm. think about color coding. Your main story is in black. Mm -hmm. If you're going to start writing a sub thing, put it in blue. If you're going to write a different one, put it in green. But anytime you go back to the main story, put it in black. Okay. So when you're looking through it, you know exactly where pieces are. 
The big issue with Google Docs was that, especially once I got up to 10,000 words and I didn't quite remember exactly what the name of something was because I had just decided it kind of on the fly to have a name in there and I really didn't think it was going to be important later on in the story when it actually kind of did turn out to be really important. So I go and I try to go find it, but I didn't know what the name of it, so I can't find it. And then I get completely lost in the story. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's definitely not user-friendly as far as that is concerned. Um, and that became a little bit of an irritating nightmare. Another suggestion then for that is the moment you name something, mm -hmm. write it in your story Bible. Yes, ma'am. Write it and then give yourself a, so you can do a searchable sentence. So you can highlight the sentence that you put it in, put it there. So if you ever, you need to search for it in Google Docs or anything, you can search that sentence. Another way you can do it is was on this page, but that also doesn't help me because sometimes I'll go back and be like, this chapter needed to be here. And now all of my pages are screwed up. So I would definitely look for the, I've named it, this person is here or this place, this is the name, this is the sentence. And then if ever you need to go back, you can look that up. I really wish I had taken my own advice on that because I am currently editing through a section and I have lines where I'm supposed to fill in the blank. And I didn't give myself the brackets of, hey, this is what I mean for you to fill in. It mm -hmm. took me 30 minutes to figure out what I was trying to have told myself. Right. <laughs> and it's, I need to go look at the map that I mentioned in like chapter 20. And I was mm -hmm. like, I only mentioned the map once. Why, why did I do this to myself? So yeah, definitely look like name something put it in a spot because if you're pantsing you also don't want to do a thing where you kill the same character multiple times because you forgot what their names were um I've, I've known people who do that or change the eye color like you suddenly make a character here's what they look like real quick bam I've got them they're found on blank page or blank chapter yeah, so I found as the characters were developing throughout my story, that's kind of what happened. So that's going to be a nightmare. The other approach that you can take with with things like that is to is to Google an image of what you think this character is going to look like. It can be an actor or not, you know, just a stock image that you pick up somewhere to give you a visual reference. And I know that Campfire will store those for you. Yes, it does. Oh, and, and so you can keep those images handy. I've got for my own stuff. And it's and it's like, you know, it doesn't have to be exact. You don't have to find exactly the right, you know, the image, but just some sort of visual reference that gives you a clue about what this character is supposed to look like will help. Yeah. I had a hard time kind of picturing it in my head and then putting it into words. So I did, I did exactly that. Um, I was looking through at least because it's a, a period piece. I was looking through, you know, artwork and whatnot of, of the period to see, you know, what, what they looked like back then to try to be kind of accurate ish. Um, and then to find those features from there. So I've got a bunch of pictures already loaded in, into Campfire for that. And that has been a big help, but I didn't do that until probably about two or third, you know, two thirds of the way through my story. I had the images uploaded and then I uploaded them into a Campfire when I got it, but um, they're just chilling on my phone. <laughs> so I don't advise doing that. 
as a pantser, I I hate plotting. Um, it's just it's one of those that a I never stick to the plot. B anybody who's read anything that has been plotted sound it, they say that it doesn't sound correct. It sounds really wrong. It should be cut out of a novel. Um, just pretty much they don't like the way I write when I have it outlined, here's what you're gonna do. So for me, what will then be important is building a character, even if I don't know everything about them or building the world. So as long as I have that stuff done, which is what I recommend people doing, if they're just gonna start pantsing a book, cool. But you should probably know a few things about your world. Doesn't mean you need to know anything else. You don't even need to know what like the start of the book is gonna be. But if you know that, hey, you're in ancient Egypt and they're wearing modern clothes because like then, okay, then that's, you need to have that imagery and you need to know why. And then from there, your story is cool. It can fall into that or not. So, you know, I think plotting definitely helps in some ways because you get into, um, (laughs) words are hard. You get into (laughs) things like, you know, really heavy logic um, type stories where you're doing something unique, like say Memento, for example, where, um, you know, things are working in a certain direction. (laughs) Um, It really helps to have things plotted out so you know how to work forward. And I think I would like to work on a project like that at some point, Um, but you know, baby steps. I just enjoy writing right now. So and I hadn't really enjoyed it before. You know, I enjoyed having the image in my head and, you know, playing around with it and daydreaming, but um, actually being able to write has been wonderful. Awesome. I'm not able to write. I mean, I type buttons. <laughs> uh, that's something. <laughs> <laughs> it's an improvement. <laughs> those buttons equal out into words eventually (laughs) where would you like to be going from here so uh, my next step um you know now that I'm outside of nano and I can actually kind of take a breath um and and do some more classes well not necessarily classes but at least you know youtubing and coaching and all that um I do want to work on descriptive writing as well as, you know, show, don't tell when it's appropriate, when it isn't, how to do it effectively. Um, because, you know, I mean, re- rereading through my stories, you know, it's good enough for me because I've got the emotion going through, but it's not going to keep the attention of anybody because it's kind of like, well, this happened and this happened and this happened. Well, the image is going in my head because obviously I imagined it, but nobody is going to be able to see what I put there. So um, I do feel like some coaching there would be wonderful at some point. <laughs> There's a, a famous saying that goes, the first draft is for you. You write it so you can read it because you're enjoying it. From there out, every other draft has to be for the writer or for the, for the reader. Right. So the first one is for you. So write it however you need to write it. Like that's okay. <laughs> And then from there, that's where the editing process comes in, where you go back through, you fix the showing versus telling. Um, 
Now that's not to say that you can't learn about it and like improve your writing as you're writing the book, but I wouldn't focus solely on that at the start because this is also, you wanted to, you want to finish this one because being able to say I finished is such like a boost to you. Even if you never do anything with that book and you chuck it to the side, you now know that you have completed a full book. You've done it once, you can do it again. So getting to that, that end point is very important, I think, more so than taking classes, but do go ahead and take some, just don't worry that oh, I'm not doing exactly what they say I'm doing right now. The story is going to flow through you how it should be told. So don't worry too much. <laughs> All of those things that you learn about, you can do in editing passes. You're not going to, uh, it's very, very common for authors to write a garbage first draft, which you admit you've done, and that's fine. And then we go back through our manuscript several times, each time looking for something in specific. I'm, I'm looking for passive voice. This time I'm looking for showing and not telling. This time I'm making sure all my character descriptions are straight. This time I'm taking out all the cuss words that I put in before because my genre doesn't, you know, I wrote with I wrote with vulgarity that my genre really doesn't appreciate. And so I need to fix that, but I had to put that in just to get the story out. That was my draft. We need to fix that. I guess that brings to the last question of what else can we do to help you continue writing? Um, I absolutely love these sessions. Um, I know now I feel spoiled and I do apologize for missing a couple. I was sick. Um, wasn't feeling well and all of that. So I'm, I'm sorry that I did miss a couple of them, but um, you know, anytime you guys feel like you want to get together because you miss me and you love me, um, <laughs> I'd love to do some question sessions with you and just sit down and pick your brain. Um, you know, for right now, my goal is descriptive writing. Um, um, and what I meant was obviously going back through and, and editing the story. I'm not going to continue writing the story and, change up the way that I've done it and completely farkle it. So, um, <laughs> but that is my goal for right now is to kind of learn how to write as opposed to just writing. Nice. So does that mean you're, you're putting this book to the side then, or are you going to continue with this book? Okay. Just no, I'm going to continue sure. with it. Um, I think, you know, especially I, I did end up getting stuck a couple of times. So, you know, I think, especially if I'm getting stuck, it might be nice to go back and, and, do a little bit of editing here and there just to, you know, I didn't like the way that turned out. Let me play with some of the words and then go back and finish writing it. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing to do, but um, I do want to finish <laughs> it. Yeah. It is, it is kind of hit or miss because sometimes we can let the editing get in the way of the writing and we can let the perfect be the enemy of the done. And, you know, you don't, you don't want to do that. You want to keep moving forward and it, and it's fine to learn and continue to experiment, but then take, you know, take what you've learned and continue moving forward, then fix it in, in your editing passes. Oh, that one sucks. I know how to do it better now. And, and then you change it instead of going back over and over and over again, as you learn new things, keep moving forward, implement the new thing now and then fix it in post. So you went about that from the editing standpoint, which makes a lot of sense, you know, we're revision wizards, but uh, <laughs> my brain went to the pantsing side of it, where once you start going back to fix something, 
you'll start adding You'll add this character in suddenly who now needs to be put in throughout the rest of the book, or you will start branching and you can no longer use any of this that you've written because you've branched out too far. And now this is the new story. So do be careful with that. And like VE was saying, there are times where even now, like I'm looking through the, the second act, the second part of my second act, and it's much less passive voice. It's much faster pace. I think it looks cleaner. Um, And that's because as I was going, I was learning stuff. And each time I did a rewrite of a section or a, like an edit zone, I had looked for more things. I cleaned up sections and I got better. So as I'm editing, the beginning's real rough. (laughs) And then it gets better. And all of a sudden you're like, I learned from my writing. So, and then you, if you ever get the chance to actually look at my first draft, <laughs> it is, a, it's real rough, but it, it did get better as it went on because I started learning about writing and then just implemented it there because I'm like, okay, from here out, this will be better. And then from here up to there, it's going to be real rough to edit that, but that's, that's something my future self will have to yell at my past self about. So from here out, it'll look nicer. So I recommend definitely not always going back to fix something unless it needs to be fixed. Like if if you cannot sit there without knowing that your spaceship is not 92 floors, but actually 147, then go back and fix that. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm not really concerned about that. Really the way that I've written things is kind of, it's just boring. Um, so I'd like to, again, go into show, don't tell. I don't necessarily want to change the facts of anything um, or add in any characters. It's just fix my writing <laughs> because it's awful. <laughs> yeah, I'd still say the same thing. Go ahead and implement the changes that you're learning and then go back and redo it. And and I know from looking at Miss Catherine's work, I'm going through the first half of her act two, and it is much, much better uh, than than act one was. It's a lot cleaner. There are a lot fewer edits. <laughs> that's yeah, she says that's because it wasn't outlined. Okay. Well, even so, it's it's still it's still mechanically a lot cleaner. There's still plenty to fix. That goes for everybody, you know, there's, that's why you need an external editor, somebody to look at your stuff, you know, I need an editor too. Um, Wait, what? Exactly. What? I know. <laughs> so he's great with the line stuff, like he'll hand that off and that will be perfect. It'll be the story that'll need help. <laughs> no <Yes>. offense. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's exactly right. I need a different kind of editing because my skill set is different. So, and my strengths are different than Miss Catherine's. And so we complement each other well. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's what I would tell you. Go ahead and learn, grow yourself as a writer, but keep moving forward on your story because otherwise you'll never finish. Right. Or you'll do what I do and you'll make a branch and then you're screwed because that hundred pages you wrote can no longer be used. I'm okay with that. <laughs> you think that you think that at first 
And then you do it a few times and then you've realized you have like seven versions of the exact same book because you keep going back and changing two things. And that you've thrown away 200,000 words. Twice. Twice, exactly. And and that's just, it's it's not a wise investment of your time. That kind of makes my heart hurt just a little bit. Yeah, that was like two years of work. I'm on the third round. I'm on the third round. <laughs> like I've heard the 400,000 word number thrown around at one point and I didn't realize <laughs> really what that meant until after nano. So yeah, that does hurt a little bit. <laughs> so, so each time you, you go back and start shifting things or being like, oh, let me just make this chapter look prettier. I'll add in this description. I'll add in this dialogue, suddenly small little things will start to shift. And in the long run, you don't think that the small little shifts will be a big difference, but I added a character once and it was just supposed to be a quick scene that this character showed up in just because I needed a character who then was leading them somewhere. So I needed to write the scene of them leading them somewhere. Well, now that's led this way. Well, the character's still with them and now needed to be put into other chapters and other scenes because suddenly all I did was add like four words from that character. And suddenly I had to shift this whole section. So do be careful (laughs) with shifting. Thankfully, I had the benefit of doing that at the beginning, not when I had already written it. But yeah, I know what you mean. (laughs) There you go. Okay, so I think that's that's everything, at least from me for the moment, because we're, I mean, we're at the end of NaNo. You've completed it. Congratulations. <laughs> I did not complete mine this year, so good for you. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody told me it was a challenge that I had to make, and um, I'm, I'm really happy that I, that I did it. <laughs> good. I'm really happy that you did it too. I guess my last question would be, do you have any, any other questions for us at this point? No. Okay. No, you guys have been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for the support. I've had so much fun doing this. Um, you know, again, I'm sorry that we missed a couple, but you two are amazing. Thank you so much. Your templates are amazing, Catherine. And your, your, your support has been very good. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Then we'll check in with you uh, again in a couple of months, probably, and see how you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Okay. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. You're welcome. Sure. Thank y'all. And thank y'all. <laughs> thank our audience very much for listening. We'll see you next yeah. time. Stay Bye. magical.